The Mothership Podcast is sponsored by Hawaii Surrogacy Center. Start your family with Hawaii's leading surrogacy agency. Welcome to Mothership. I hope that you guys brought your swimsuits, board shorts, whatever you use to jump into the pool or the ocean because today we are talking about swimming. And you know, myself as a parent, I have to say that when I first gave birth, I know it's crazy, but like immediately I wanted to teach my kids to swim. That was like top of my priority list because you know, we live in Hawaii, surrounded by water, right? And I love the ocean. So I really wanted to waterproof my kids. What about you, Knowles? You know, this um, brings up a lot of stuff because uh, my parents told me, I have an older brother, and when we were growing up, he fell into a pool at a party where there was a pool at the house. And my parents were inside and they didn't know. And one of my other uncles just so happened to to be there and see him and dive in. He, he, I was so young. He must have been a, um, at least less than two, um, but saved his life. And then I, that's, yeah. So gosh, being, being water safe in Hawaii, we live on an island, so important. Right. And I know that um, you and like me, we sought, um, you know, lessons and mm-hmm. the kids there. It's amazing how quickly they pick it up too. you know what I mean? Yeah. They quickly mm-hmm. picked it up and they only want to get better. And it's also amazing because I got to see like some videos of like, even you could teach them as young as an infant, like a baby, oh, you know, wow. and it's so amazing to see that. And, and it can be done and it can happen. And that's why we're so excited. And we're so stoked to welcome our mm. guest tonight, Christine Iwohi. She is actually a certified and long time and I have to say very sought out teacher mm. in Kahala. She's been doing it for seven years or so and she'll probably you know explain more about how long she's done it and what the techniques are but we want to welcome christine iwohi to mothership and she's a fellow mom herself a mom of eight kids i might add Yay. so welcome christine iwohi welcome, christine. thank you yeah so this is actually so amazing because when people see the videos and you've probably seen the look on people's faces christine they're like just so shocked, but it is possible. And, you know, before I get into how you do it and the techniques, first of all, it takes a special person, you know, to have the patience (laughs) to guide infants and, and they're very worried parents at the same time at the poolside, but what drew you to this career? Because you've been doing it for so long. So um, as a mother myself, um, my children went to the local swimming um, lessons here and my daughter did really great and my son was really little. So, you know, I wanted him to love the water as well. 
So as um, a new mom, I didn't really know um, much about the different kinds of swimming lessons. So um, I enrolled him in our local swimming lessons and I did a mommy and me class. And I wanted my children to love the water. So um, we did the water wings, the floaties, and, you know, just had a lot of fun in our pool and took them to the beach and did all the things that a new mom would do. Um, and, you know, my children just love the water. My children love the water so much so that um, my 17-year-old, when he was 18 months, um, we had a family pool and he actually had a non-fatal um, drowning incident that nearly cost him his life. And luckily um, he was resuscitated and didn't have any brain damage, um, but it was enough to scare me um, and to also know that, hey, um, my child had no skills. And I was really disappointed as a parent because you know we had invested so much money into all of these you know, wonderful, water toys and swimming lessons and what did I do wrong that my child um, nearly died. So I did a lot of research and um, I came up with a lot of stuff on the internet um, about flotation devices and um, water safety and also the different types of um, swimming lessons. So um, a little bit of history. Um, the kind of swimming lessons that we did were like to promote, you know, exploration and fun and play, um, which is great. Um, I think that, you know, that it's important to love the water, but it's also very important that your children be skilled. And I think a lot of times as a parent, um, we, we want our children to love the water first and we don't understand um, that it's so important to be safe first before we teach them to love and enjoy the water because the water is a very inviting place. But if you don't have the skills, it's also a very dangerous place. So, you know, just like our children, we wouldn't um, invite them to touch fire or something that's unsafe, you know, we would want to tell them that, hey, it's hot, you know, it's dangerous, but we could do this safely together. And so that's one of the things that um, I'd really like to tell parents is that, you know, it's okay to um, teach your children that to love the water, but we have to teach them some basic, basic guidelines for safety. Like if they don't have skills, then that it's never okay to be in the water alone. Um, the thing about flotation devices and puddle jumpers is that it, it encourages independent play in the water. And I've had several parents come to me, um, you know, interested in swimming lessons and very excited and tell me, hey, you know, my child is such an amazing swimmer. We let them swim in the puddle jumper for several hours on their own. And so that's a big yikes to me because um, it, you know, it tells me that this parent thinks that their child can swim and they probably can't without the puddle jumper. So when you let your child play in a puddle jumper and they have all this independence, they're learning that, hey, I can do this by myself without a parent uh, um, in the water. So that's um, like a big yikes to me because, you know, I want the parents to always be an arm's length away, even if your child can swim. 
So if there's some emergency that you're right there and your child doesn't jump in thinking that it's okay to be in the water alone. So um, puddle jumpers, a little bit um, scary for me. Um, I prefer that you just hold your children if they don't know how to swim. And you can always explore the water together. And also if you're um, um, thinking about enrolling your children in swimming lessons, also do some research and see like what kind of things are they going to teach my child? Are they going to ensure the safety of my child? Are they going to learn to get to the wall, hold their breath, um, you know, find something to grab if they were to fall into the water? Or are they just teaching my child to jump into the water and jump to mommy? Because those things can promote your children to jump into the water when they have no skills, thinking that someone's going to pick them up. So all these things to think about when you're choosing a swim lesson. So wow, thoroughly already right off the Mm -hmm. bat. I mean, Christine, Mm -hmm. you are you're like a walking encyclopedia titled swimming important yeah Yeah. important (laughs) very important encyclopedia but Mm -hmm. you know and uh for all the listeners out there too um you know christine specializes in infant infant swimming right christine i mean Mm -hmm. and that's why you see the letters i s r and you know before i just want to back it up because i mean she just like unloaded a whole wealth of knowledge Mm -hmm. right there but i just gotta say like you know one of the scares that I had as a parent was like, we were traveling and, um, you know, in our hotel, there was a pool and it was an indoor pool. And, you know, the boys, like you said, Christine, they see the water. They're so excited. They just want to go in the water, but they don't realize like, Hey, if you go to a certain point, you know, you're not going to be able to float or know how to stay afloat. So like one of the twins, Dustin, he actually went in the water. Then like, you know, people have this like, thought that when people start to drown, there's like, it, you can hear it, but I think it, it might be kind of like quiet at first. Cause like, he's just like, he doesn't know what to do. So he was shocked. And then he just started to sink. And then he was just like, you know, like he was like little, little flipping. And then I just like raced over to him and grabbed him, but he just didn't, he was so young at that time. So then that just brought back flashbacks there when Christine talked about, you know, the water being so inviting, but getting back to the infant. And the reason why I bring that up is because like, while you're starting from like all the way from like the beginning, you know, where people, I think they have this misconception or they, they kind of think like, yeah, but why would you want to teach your child when they're a baby? Because they're not going to retain that knowledge. They're like an infant, you know, they don't even know how to talk. So that's kind of where my question leads to you, Christine, is that so babies, like, how is it that do they have an innate or like built in like awareness of breathing or how can you teach a baby? You know, how can you teach a baby how to swim? So babies can um, hold their breath innately till about six months. They have um, the ability to um, hold their breath underwater, but about six months, they kind of lose that skill. And um, what I teach our babies six months and above, we use special prompts and procedures. So when we're teaching a baby or an infant or child, we are actually conditioning them to learn how to close their mouth or take a breath and open their eyes. And these are all things that they don't know how to do. So each step is um, broken down in tiny little steps and um, they are able to learn. A lot of our prompts and procedures are nonverbal. So um, I've taught 
not only infants, but blind children, deaf children, and autistic children. Wow. So when you say innately, so, I mean, it's just this, this, it's an automatic kind of like reflex then. I mean, because and then I also see in the videos that they flip over. Is that taught to them too, that they flip over and float on their back? I mean... So um, it takes a special skill and each part is broken down into smaller steps. So first, you know, maybe it's resting on their back and breathing and they get reinforced for their breathing too. So we know that when babies cry, they take exhales. So a long cry will be an exhale. Sometimes if you exhale too much, you can sink. So we have to um, reinforce breaths. So they know that when I breathe, I can get air and, um, yeah, so they learn to rest on their back and float. And then once they can do that, we we teach them how to hold their breath. And then we guide them to show them how to um, reach their backs. Gosh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. And uh, Christine, I know your program is very structured and parents might under- not understand the work it takes for them and the time commitment it takes for them, for their children to learn with you or your program. Um Can you explain um, for the listeners what the program looks like, how many days a week, how long each session is, and um, the duration when their child can be waterproof? Okay, so the first thing I want to tell you is that we don't like to say waterproof. We like Mm. to say adding a layer of protection because um, there can always be something that goes wrong, but the more layers of protection you have, your children are safer. So um, having an alarm, having a fence around your pool, um, knowing CPR, and having your children in swimming lessons and survival swimming lessons, especially. Um, And that being said, um, sorry, what was the question again? (laughs) So I know your program is very specific um, to be effective. And some parents who enroll in might not understand. I know it's Monday through like five days a week, short bursts, right? Versus long. So can you explain that for the parents who are maybe interested in this program? Yeah, sure. It's, um, so it's five days a week, Monday through Friday, 10 minutes a day. And it usually consists of six to eight weeks. Now, when I say six to eight weeks, I like to tell everybody it's going to take about six to eight weeks because it gives us the ability to finish within six to eight weeks. That being said, some children finish much sooner. Um, I do have a two-year-old right now. She is on her two and a half weeks. And next uh, next week, she will be graduating. But then I've had some children take about eight weeks. And it just depends on the child. So um, ISR lessons are customized to each individual child. Um, I do get different, you know, Children, sometimes they have a difficulty or they may have a medical condition um, that, you know, is all considered into our swimming lessons. And it's only 10 minutes a day. So we work on whatever the child needs to learn. So sometimes kids come in and they've been in a puddle jumper for a really long time. So their bodies will be very vertical. So, you know, we'll be working a little bit longer on getting that horizontal position. Um, So it really, really depends on the child and what they look like when they come to me. And some children are just natural water babies and other, other children are really apprehensive. So I take my time with each individual trying to figure out 
what they need. Um, sometimes it's not even the child. Sometimes parents have um, gone through traumatic incidents, um, have lost a child or, you know, and I like to know a little bit about the history of each family and about what their comfort level is. Um, sometimes, you know, parents don't like to see their children cry too. So I take that all in account and then it kind of determines how long the program is going to be for you. Um, generally speaking, it's going to be about six to eight weeks and we do it 10 minutes a day. So it's just not too much. And just like how a baby learns how to walk or crawl, um, the consistency makes it very important to um, get a solid skill. So um, when a baby is learning to crawl or walk, we wouldn't have that baby just go, you know, every Wednesday, we're gonna, you know, stand you up and perhaps make you make you walk in 30 minutes. Um, that's mm. not gonna be so great. It might take a really long time for that. Mm. and. I think um, when we look at traditional swimming lessons, that's what we're looking at. We're looking at, you know, once or twice a week. And then you you can, you know, probably ask your instructor, how long is this going to take? And they'll generally tell you it's a process because you're only doing it once in a while. And then um, you're not getting the solid skills. And sometimes they'll forget. So having the, you know, five days a week consistency and the 10 minutes a day, makes it a little bit easier for the children to know what to do. Wow. You know what? You are so amazing. Um, mm -hmm. Not only are you like doing this job with uh, eight kids as well, <laughs> but you're just so amazing that, um, you know, you're just a wealth of knowledge. And um, I think our listeners can agree that with you that, this, um, you know, what, what, what parents can do also to supplement this is, you know, also take the lessons and also, you know, work with the child outside of the lessons also to keep it all together and to make sure that, you know, everything is reinforced and what they're learning is not forgotten, obviously, you know, but, you know, I want to talk to you, uh, Christine, about just, you know, personally, like, you know, I mean, you are doing this for a long time and at the same time, you're having to, you know, multitask and, you know, think about caring for your own children. So like, how do you do it? I mean, you know, you're a super mom, you know what I'm super saying? Super mother. Like, yes. That's just a lot. <laughs> this is like, amazing. I mean, and for our listeners too, I mean, you're running your own business mm. and like, I just so happen to be in the grocery store and overhear people talking about you and like, wow. you know, like, yeah, I mean, that's how really popular, um, you know, Christine is and her service and people know about her and they're just, oh, you're talking about the the lady in, in Kahala. And I'm like, oh, I know who you're talking about. But um, just how do you, you're, 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 you're the owner of a successful business. Um, you're very passionate about your career, but at the same time, you're like caring for your children too. How do you juggle all of that? So I'm very, very blessed that I have older children who help me a lot. And they're, um, so our family is a team and everybody helps. And it's really nice because um, they're also willing. And my husband is amazing. And I have a great team of friends who um, just, they, they check on check on me daily and you know whether it's bringing me food or asking me hey Chris you know do your friends need a ride because we go to the same school um just having a great community and um a support system also I have um wonderful sisters who you know just just ask me hey you know how are you doing in life and um you know just also belonging to a church um, having that church Ohana has helped me a lot. And um, 
I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I'm very frazzled sometimes. And um, yeah, but, you know, I always know that I can rely on, you know, somebody if I can't do it. I've got um, somebody who's just like, yeah, sure. I can pick up the kids or help you make dinner. So um, really, really thankful for great people in my life. Oh, that is just so, I mean, we all need that. We, everybody mm -hmm. needs supports because you just cannot do it alone. Right, Knowles? I mean, you know that. Right. That's the beauty of also like just the spirit in Hawaii, right? It's just Ohana and Hanai, right? Just except, you know, just taking care of everybody around you. It takes a village. Yeah. And it's, yeah, that's, that's a uh, 100% true. So thank you to Christine's support system and network. Yes, amazing. You. you know what, Christine? Um, we usually end our podcast with an inspirational quote, and we're hoping that you've got one today to share with all of us. I try to um, always stay positive and be grateful um, whenever that I'm having a bad day or um, something just doesn't go right, I try to turn it around and think of what can I be grateful for in this situation? And I try to tell that to my kids too, like, okay, we may not have one or I may have been late, but you know what? I'm so grateful that you're safe and you're okay. And sometimes we all need grace. You know, um, I continue to live by grace and I try to show um, aloha and grace to every single family, um, you know, and I try to do my best to show everybody that I care. Mm, wow. Well, it's, yeah, it's obvious with what you're doing, with with what you're teaching. It's it's uh, it's just helpful for for everybody and um who wouldn't benefit from your care and your aloha in that, you know, uh, amazing. Thank you, Christine, for, yeah. for looking out for our community yeah. Yeah. and, you know, maybe, um, Steph, I mean, how, how can we get in yeah. touch? You, yes. Yeah. Christine. So for people who are interested, um, and want to look you up, how can they find you? So they can look up www.swimbabyhawaii.com. Um, that's our local website. And all of the instructors on our website are amazing. Um, I do welcome you. If you are interested, um, I highly suggest that you go and observe a class and do an orientation. Um, just so you know what to expect. And also that, um, you know, that you love your instructor because it's very important that you find an instructor that you really like and that you can jive with. Um, just like you would pick a school, it's really, really important that whenever you pick um, any kind of school that you find um, the people who work there and the environment and see if it's a good fit for you. Is there a wait list by any chance? Um, for my location, yes, there is a wait list. Um, mm. My wait list is into 2022. Um, good. Good. Um, I try my best to fit you guys in, and you're so important to me. Um, I work from 8 a.m. to 7 p.m., and I'm trying my best. Um, we are training instructors, so hopefully soon um, we can get some more instructors here so we can have and fill the need in our 
location. But um, for the time being, I welcome you to check out any of our other locations and see if there are any openings. Right. And the sorry, one, I have one more question. I'm sorry, Christine. Yeah. Is there a Go specific ahead. window of age range that you think is the best to to teach these infants with your program? So normally, um, I would say the sooner the safer. Um, I do really, really enjoy my teeny tiny baby Kiki. Um, right now in this season alone, I have three um, six-month-old. The day they started, um, they were six months old. Their parents had enrolled them. They were on the wait list when they were pregnant with them. And they're just doing amazing just because they have no reinforcement history. And so very minimal crying, um, lots of giggles and loving the water um, as they become a little bit older. You may hear a lot of no's and I don't want to's and a lot of negotiation um, but I do like my two-year-olds and my toddlers um, they're so much fun because um, they can they can learn to swim and really enjoy their skills um, but we teach um, children well over um, two um, all the way up to six years old and sometimes special cases I do um, teach older Kiki as well um, so you know um, ISR is for infants and children, not only infants alone, but children. Um, my favorite age are the little ones, um, just because I love tiny little cute babies. <laughs> can you just answer my question because I was going to ask like how early you can enroll them, but the fact that people are enrolling them when they're pregnant, I mean, <laughs> it's amazing. Almost like, it's almost like you know the thing that you do for preschool that you want to get into the preschool mm -hmm. of your choice. So, wow. Okay, I guess that you got to do that for um, Christine's swim class. Too. It's it's an awesome investment, you know. That's yeah. that's so awesome. That's it really it's a is. great safety. You're just giving your kid a little bit of extra safety before they're you know old enough to walk yeah and it's then amazing. i mean it's all word of mouth too so mm. you must be doing something right if you know you're already having that wait list but you know congratulations to you christine and you know awesome awesome and you're just an inspiration being an awesome mom too by being able to juggle that being able to mm. operate a successful <laughs> business while still connecting with your customers and also just providing this service out there to all the cakey and we won't say waterproofing anymore bad nope. mom, bad mom. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for thank you for keeping our cakey safe so you gotta yes. check her out christine yes. yeah yeah so thanks so much christine for joining us on the mothership and everybody out there Hey, stay safe, even in the water. Don't take anything for granted. While the ocean or the pool might seem calm and tranquil, it can happen in a flash. So just keep in mind the safety of your kiki at all times, right? So thanks so much, Christy, for joining yes. us. Yeah, yeah. Valuable. Thank you. Keep right. doing what you're doing. Thank yeah. you. Thank you so much. Hey, aloha, everybody. Bye. Aloha. Bye. Bye. Yes, we're gonna break up and die